1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another <laughs> edition of Ghost
0: Chronicle, right? Yeah. <laughs> With Ron Kolick. And Maureen Woods. The specific truck. <laughs> oh, that's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It was just a okay. okay. Here's, the, here's the story, guys. We, what is this thing I, here? I don't. It's my fault. Go ahead. Okay, oh. anyways, um, we had just come back from the woods. From Turtle Mound, actually. Turtle Mound, where we and were. And over Massachusetts. And we were doing a mini investigation. Yeah. And we just ran up three places, of stairs. We entered through the woods in the dark. In the dark. That was a joy. But, anyways, so, anyways, welcome to Ghost Clark Host. I am Ron Coates, your host. And my co host is Marion
1: Woods. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Good.
0: it's anyways, once you go into the thing, because we have a special uh, show tonight. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's a new uh, video on the internet, and it's a ghost. So what we would like you to do, what is this thing plugged in here?
2: <laughs> what are you complaining about? Get up here. Well, that didn't sound too good. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyways, um, okay, here we go. Good, pain. Talk. Okay, yeah. So anyways, um, there's a new uh, video that's going around the internet, and it is actually a ghost. So if you have seen it, oh, my God, people have been clogged in. Hi, Leslie, how are you? Hello, everyone. Sorry about this. Yeah. So anyways, um, if you go on to the Internet, this is some new video that's going around, which is supposedly this ghost is captured in the gym, which is, you'll never find me in a gym. I know that. (laughs) Especially if I'm dead. (laughs) Oh,
2: so, where is the video? It's, it's
0: right on uh, the TojiNet thing. Okay, we'll look at Net. Yeah. But anyways, so that's coming up anyways. We'll, we'll go over that a little bit later. But uh, tonight, Maureen and I are also on, stirring in the cauldron with Marla um, Brooks. Yes. At 9.30 on Pararex. And this is kind of a preview because next week we will be live from Salem, Massachusetts, and we will be teaming up with Marla Brooks from Stir on the Room, cor- and we will have a two-hour special. Marlene and I will be on the streets uh, in Salem doing all kinds of weird stuff. And uh, that didn't sound good.
2: No, that didn't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there was better choices, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, and, and Marla will be in the studio, and this this will be on two radio stations, on two radio shows, and has never, ever been done. Oh, I have no idea. Anyways, so, um, anyways, that will be coming up next week. Um, you you, you, were, you were, we were talking on the way over here. Right? Yeah, and you were mentioning something that we want to bring up actually, <clears throat> and that's a, a Times article.
2: A Times article. Um, basically the article was talking about uh, life after death and what happens to us with life after death. So let me just um bring that article up while you're talking.
0: I'm talking. Yeah, because I gotta think. You can't type and think at the same time. No, hello.
2: Yes, actually,
0: I am. Yeah. Actually, actually. Yeah, I'm not in this life. Ah But anyways, yeah, so the article is about uh, people who have died and come back, like Maureen. Yes. Yeah. And myself. And yourself. Right? Yep. And so what's the purpose of this study?
2: The purpose of the study is to try to figure out exactly what is going on. See, so here we go, Time Magazine article.
1: Okay.
2: Let me bring it up. Where, where'd you go? All right. So this says, it's on Time Magazine. If anybody wants to read it, it, you know, at time.com, Time and Health, it says, What Happens When We Die? Written by M.J. Steffi or Stevie? Steffi? Steffi? I don't know. Um, anyway, a fellow at New York City's Whale Cornell Medical Center, Dr. Sam Tania is one of the world's leading experts on a scientific study of death. Last week, Tania and his colleagues at the Human Consciousness Project announced their first major undertaking, a three-year exploration of the biology behind out-of-body experiences. The study known as AWARE, for awareness during res- resuscitation, involves the collaboration of 25 major medical centers throughout Europe, Canada, and the United States, and will examine some 1,500 survivors of cardiac arrest. Okay. Okay? So, time spoke with the... Tony, about the project's origins, its skeptics, and the difference between the mind and the brain. So
0: there's 1,500 people in the 1, study, 1,500 right? people in the study, So right? I would say that's a fairly good-sized study.
2: I would say so, too. Um, but they go on to explain, well, what exactly do you mean by near-death experience, uh, you know, experience, rather? Right. When your heart stops beating, there's no blood getting to your brain. And so what happens is without within about 10 seconds, brain activity ceases, as you would imagine, yet paradoxically, 10% or 20% of the people who are then brought back to life from that period, which may be a few minutes or over an hour, will report having consciousness. So the key here is, are these real or some sort of illusion? So the only way to tell is to have the pictures only visibly from the ceiling and nowhere else because they claim to see everything from the ceiling. So if we can get a series of 200 or 300 people who are all clinically dead, and yet they're able to come back and tell us what was going on with those pictures, that confirms the consciousness that's continuing when the brain isn't functioning. Okay? Um, let's see. I want so, to...
0: so what's the gist of it?
2: The gist of it is that uh, they even went to say that they, they're now investigating and speaking with doctors and nurses because as far as they're concerned, it's great to hear the person's perspective, but how do they prove that this is taking place? Right. So they asked the doctors, and they had begun to speak with the doctors, and some of them have been so you know, freaked out at what's been going on, that they refuse to talk about it in, in fear of someone's going to think they're crazy. Right. They said there's no way that these people would have known what was going on when they were totally, they were not alive. As far as they knew, these people had, you know, been dead for X amount of minutes, or so have you, and the doctors are continuing talking, saying things, cleaning up, doing certain functions around the body, and these people are able to talk about it and describe it in detail.
0: That's interesting you say that because uh, I believe it was either the last one or the, the one before in our podcast on iTunes, I interviewed uh, Deidre, who is a uh, grief counselor, for you taught grief counseling for doctors and EMTs, mm-hmm. and that was one of the, the subjects we got into where people have reported seeing things where they had put pictures on top of
3: Is anybody here? Oh, we lost them all right. well, they'll be back in a minute. This is the Viking. so hi, Lee, hi, Chris, Hi Leslie. Hi Maureen and Ron, even though they're not calling in and uh, and Joan, so they'll call back after they get reconnected because I didn't do it. I was just here drinking my drink, doing my thing <laughs> What do you mean no audio? You can't hear me? Surely you can hear me. Okay. So can... Hey, there, there they are. They can hear me. I knew they could hear me because I know how to work this stuff. Sort of, kind of, maybe. Every once in a while. <laughs> well, thank you. I have a great radio voice. And I'm not sure where they went, but they'll call back... Ron probably bumped the computer or something and knocked it off the table or whatever. Uh, Yeah, I know you can hear me. Okay, Lee, you can hear me. Now you know what I sound like. Now you know what I look like. And what do y'all want to talk about? Somebody call me and talk to me. 1-877-864-4869, one or if you're one of those weird people that live in Canada, like, you know, somebody that's on these chats, you can call nine zero three five nine five three two seven three, and we and we will chat that way. I guess I could turn that down, then you could really hear my voice the way it's supposed to be on the radio without the echo. <laughs> I have cute kids. Lee called them gremlins. That's not very nice. So I wonder if they're going to call back. Anybody want to place a bet? I'm going to roll the dice. If it's under six, they're not going to call back. Ah, They're not going to call back. (laughs) I didn't do it. And they don't have a cell phone. Who in this world does not own a cell phone? Well, that's... But you lost yours. Yeah. I have my mom in the studio with me. And, uh... Oh, okay. She's got a cell phone. Amanda's got a cell phone. Everybody has cell phones. Well, they... Actually, Leslie, uh... I ran the hour pal script, so if they wanted to talk for an hour, they could. Although they... Evidently just got sick of talking. And or... Or, I don't know, maybe Ron tackled Maureen again because she was getting, um, possessed. Any jokes? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Only Obama jokes. <laughs> I know, even people in Canada have cell phones. Hold on, I gotta call her. Tokina, hello, hi. Yeah, it is over. Yes, it is. Thanks. Bye bye. Tokina, hello, hello, hello. We're getting callers. Excuse me? If you can't speak English, don't call me. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Um. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know any jokes. I think we lost them. Were they in their studio? Does anybody know? Because I don't know. I don't know where they were. I've been talking the entire time and not listening to anything anybody had to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Lee. I love talking to no one. Although I'm not talking to no one, I'm talking to you. And it was Osama, Osama Obama. Osama, Obama, Bin Laden. Hussein. Osama, Obama, Hussein, and Bin Laden. That's it. That's what it is. They ran upstairs to get there. (laughs) Surely they have a phone. I mean, who doesn't have a cell phone? This is not right. Hey, he's on Skype. I'm going to call him. We're going to see if they answer. Y'all hear that? Ringing. Ringing. Hello? Ron? Where are you? But they're not talking on the chat. He hung up. He hung up. I'm going to try again. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Can you... He's on the chat. You're not still on. You're not on the phone. you got to make a phone call. Let me try it again. There he is. Okay.
2: Hey, are we still
3: on? Yeah, you're still on now. What happened? I have been talking out my butt for like five minutes.
1: You're kidding me.
3: No, y'all just left. You left me here with all these Canadians.
1: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs>
2: Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't okay. know what happened.
0: We, we have no clue. Oh, I know
2: what happened. I know what happened, too. No, you
0: don't.
3: It's Ron's fault, I'm sure. I'm going to huh? let y'all have it.
0: Okay. Okay. We're back. We're back. you listen listening to Ghost Club, on uh, Joe net. I am Ron Kovac. She is Maureen Whip. The number is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. Uh, we have no clue what happened there. Yes, I do. What?
2: I was reading this page from Time, and it popped up with an IP address configuration. I think I, I clicked on it to get out of the way, and I, I think we lost connection. Like, I tried to go out and connect to that IP. So, my fault. Okay.
0: So, it is, it is Maureen's fault. It is my I fault. fault. I want you to, want to know that. That's good. Um, but, anyways, um, I don't know what you guys caught or what, what you didn't catch. Uh, we talked about the, uh, the ghost uh, on the video. Um, have you guys, can you type in the thing that's right off the side of ghost videos? So that we do okay, stuff. you guys see the ghost video. Because nobody wants to call in at 877 With you? We are no. getting
2: uh, thrown off the air. Anyway, stop our My fault.
0: Whatever. Okay. So Definitely not.
2: Where is the ghost video? I don't know,
0: I'm still trying to find it.
2: You're still finding it. All right. Okay,
0: so you guys, we have no clue what you missed. Uh,
2: so <laughs> <laughs> I apologize again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't think they got that last piece, maybe, I
0: don't know. of the doctor.
2: Um, when we were talking about the, near, the near-death near experiences and what happens after you die, I was tying up the fact that they interviewed a doctor who got really freaked out by it because he said there was no way to ex- explain exactly why the patient could have described in detail what had been said and done while this, per- this patient had been clinically dead. So, uh... I think it's very interesting, and as I said, I think people out there have had similar experiences, and
0: you and I have both had them. So we did. We, we yeah. both it's did. Different. They are a little different. Okay. They, they found the video. Here it is. It's right on. Uh, good job, Lee. Thank you very much. I didn't oh, get your name were... right. Okay. Okay. There it is.
1: Kim Peterson was curious, too, when he reviewed security case a couple, couple weeks ago. And saw that motion sensors kicked cameras into action, and there wasn't any action in the gym. So I just called my security company and said, it was their light bulb going out? Do I need to get up and clean the lens? And they, they reviewed it and said, I have no idea what that is. Security cameras caught a white orb wandering around the gym. Oh, wow. The orb hovers and lingers near the dumbbells. It moves the frame, then comes back. See? The motion sensors into action. Little oh, little wow. Time. Nine times. I'm sure there's a logical explanation. No, there isn't. provision security has been able to come up with in the last two weeks. rest. Told us the system is activated by motion, but not just any motion. They say a bug wouldn't turn this model on or dust. It would take much more than headlights passing by. 600 other clients have the same system. But none of them have ever reported a mystery. My eight-year-old said, maybe Grandpa's just making sure you're doing okay in your new business. Mom. Well, in spirit.
0: Interesting.
2: Nothing's impossible.
0: Now, see, I like so, that. Open-minded.
2: What do you think? I think it's pretty cool.
0: Uh, was it a ghost?
2: I believe so, possibly. But then again, how do you know?
0: Uh, that's, what, what do you mean? mean, how do you know?
2: It's
0: some kind of
2: talking. Hold on a it. How do you know? No, I feel like I do. I really do feel like it is.
0: Okay, Amanda saw it, and it is pretty freaky. Uh, so.
2: Well, you know what's funny? When I saw it, I almost saw a man walk by. Right. But the little, the little white cloud. Yeah, I didn't see the cloud. I saw a man walk by. A big guy. Really? So, um, yeah. I don't know why. But when when I looked at it the first time, it came left around. It almost looked like a man ran by it. Now, I know that it probably didn't, but right. that's what I I've had seen, I've
0: seen. You know, it's, it's so funny because you uh, you can catch quite a bit um, with just, you know, like normal stuff. Right. Um, do you remember the girl did the haunted hikes? Yeah. Yeah, she did Dying for the Dead on Monday. And oh, she, how'd that go? It went very well. And she, at the end of it, she told her the story about her little daughter who... Uh, um used to see this, her grandfather, actually, Bumper, as they used to call him. Right. And they went to the aquarium, and they took a picture. And when the picture came back, it seemed to be a face in between the, the two children, and it looked like the grandfather.
2: Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, you hear a lot of that, and I think that, you know, if you're able to, I certainly think that I would, I would go out there and, you know, if I passed on, I know that i come back and check on my family. You know, so who's to say that you can't come back as angel-like and actually check on people?
0: Now, you and I went to a, a wake on uh, this week, right? Yes, we did. So, but I want to tell you an interesting story. What? Uh, we were there with my father-in-law. My, my brother-in-law had died, and we were there, uh, Jan and, and my son and my father-in-law. Well, he's like 92 years old. Right. And like a dummy, he didn't eat anything. Oh, no. So about half an hour left in the wake, he gets all shaky and everything, so I had to take him out to eat. So anyways, took him out to eat and took him home, and I came back to the funeral parlor. By then, everybody had left. Okay. Okay, just the the immediate family, and they were going out as I walked in. All right. So I went over to say my respects at the the coffin. Yeah. And the the guy was in there, Don was there, and I looked at him, and he had a shit-eating grin on him. Honest to God. Yeah, I believe it. And it's like, you know, <laughs> that's the way he looked. Natural life. And I went the next day and checked it again. He had no grin.
2: Yeah. Well, I told you, I could feel his energy. Like, he was laughing and feel his energy there. He I mean, was amazing. And I have to tell you, uh, we were looking here at the chat, and I was saying how I saw a man go by, and Amanda said that Lee saw the same yeah. thing.
0: So, you know, it's, it's very interesting. But it was it was really cool because... Um, you know, it was just like he looked like in real life. I mean, and I had, you know, it's not what I uh, wanted to see or anything else. It just it was there. I, you know, I, I kneeled and I did my prayer. But that was I you, him, I think. And I saw, I mean, the, the, the wake was phenomenal. I mean, it was, oh, yeah, was lines up the door and down the street. But I think it was just show you that he's okay. I, I don't think so. You're I think right. that he was just really it's happy happened. how happened. he turned out. people turned up. To see him. Yeah,
2: because I really believe when you, you know, when you pass on, many people are at their own wake, you
0: yeah. know?
2: You know, everybody makes jokes of that. Oh, yeah, I want to see how many people show up when I die, you know? Yeah. Seriously, I've been to many wakes. Well, my like father-in-law
0: says he wants to be very face down so everybody can kiss his butt.
2: Oh, well, that's nice. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. Yeah. But that's, that's him. He's, he's, he's a cute guy, though. He's very
0: nice. He's yeah, funny. about 90 years old. And he's funny. I've heard every joke about 100 times. <laughs> but whatever. Anyways, um, oh Leslie, thank you so much for uh, the condolences. but uh, you know it was it was weird. He yeah, had the same thing I had that went ago. only not anything as bad as me. right so, I mean, that, that's what really freaks me out because I, I started you know this kind of like like made me think a lot of things, and like, you know, I've had three near-death experiences in the past ten years. I had the the pulmonary embolism. I had an emergency apodectomy and then I had the uh, bypass surgery with the ninety percent blocks in my main aorta. And I, I basically the doctors saved my life three times.
1: Right.
0: Did we mess up the cos- cosmic?
2: I don't think so. I think I mean, that was the case you would have been. So
0: been be saved,
2: or? Yes, or else I believe you wouldn't have been sick. It wasn't if it wasn't meant to be. You think so? I think so. Look at your poor brother in law, right? Uh-huh. Evidently, he wasn't meant to, be. He was at the doctor's. Things got popo- postponed to do later, and yeah, he so minor. He was like
0: in a lower right. percentage.
2: So, I mean, I would say that if it's meant to be and it's your time, whether you catch it or not, I think a lot of times, you know, when meant, it's meant to be, you know, it's it's evidently it was his time.
0: Yeah, it's it's just high. And it's to not draft. your time. It's, you you just have, really have a lot really
1: of stuff that
2: you're supposed to be doing. Evidently, maybe he did something that he was supposed to do, and now oh, he was a great know. guy. He helped lots of people.
0: He was involved in the Boys Club and the. Exchange Club and everything else. I mean, he he was a very given person and he was always willing to help people. Uh, so it, it's just no rhyme to read. I just can't figure out. Like you know, his was so much lesser than mine. I mean, if of the two cases, I mean, there would be no. If you had just looked clinically at the two cases, I should be dead. You should not. Yeah,
2: but you know what? Maybe that's why you're here because of it. Because maybe I don't they get missed, that. maybe they missed something and it, they thought it wasn't as bad. You know what I'm saying? But by you them seeing it as critical as meant to be, they did it right away. So that's why you're still here because they dealt with it, not waiting.
0: So maybe. Well, they were going to deal with it one way or the other anyway. Not, not soon that, enough. No, with me, I mean
2: one I, way or the other. When I right went into right that, when
0: I went into the hospital, I knew knew that you know four things were going to happen. One is they were going to I had a high catheterization, and that's what happened. So number one, it would be nothing wrong, and they would send me home. Number two, if I needed an angioplasty, which which Dawn needed, they would have did it there or, or at Lay, one or the other. Number three, if it was major. They would ship me to Boston. But number four, I would die there. Right. So you know, I knew something was going to happen when I went in there, one way or the other. Right. So, so I mean, it
2: wasn't meant. It wasn't your time. You know, you got a lot more work to do. Don't you feel good about that? I
0: guess.
2: <laughs> So <laughs> you got a lot. What's, what's, what's my
0: work to harass you? Yeah, God, no. <laughs> so, anyway, right, let's rethink this a minute. Yeah, I don't know how we get on that conversation, but anyways, we kill all the time. Sorry about that. <laughs> this has been like the most terrible show we've ever done. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just like so, so, it's, it's so quick. Part of it. I mean, possibly. it was just like nuts. I mean, the whole thing went like, technical down the Yeah, down the pooper quick. But anyways, uh, next week will be a great show. We will be um, in Salem, Massachusetts. So this, I mean, really excited. This has never been done. Two different radio stations and what?
2: The other show is 9.30. 9.30 on Paradex. It's
0: okay. called Stir in the Cauldron. Stir in the Cauldron. That's what I said. <laughs> Stir in the Cauldron. Guy said that. And if you go on uh, Toe on our page, uh, you can actually, they have a banner up for it. So you can just get the uh, web address. And Mahler is, uh, she's uh, an author. She's written Haunted Hollywood. Haunting uh, Hall too, which deals with seances, and also um, he has a spell book too. See, hey, what
2: it is, guys, is we're going to
1: be off the air in a few minutes, um, but we're going to be going back on whatever another- happened to basic. Sue. Tragedy struck on February 3rd, 1959, when Buddy Holly was killed in a okay. plane crash. Peggy
0: Spring Sue's one. whole world crashed as well, and now, Peggy Sue is telling her story. The whole controversy... What do you mean keep talking? <laughs> okay, nobody go away.
1: <laughs> Wait, a Wait a The show's over. It's 9.30. 8.30. 8 30 9
0: o'clock. <laughs>
2: We're good, let's go. <laughs> okay. <there> <laughs> Where do I go now? Me Um, We're still here, guys. We're
0: still on, I think. How did that happen? Technical difficulties and understanding, too. I need a drink, that's all I know. <laughs>
2: actually. Nice. <laughs> go
1: go
0: go! Oh, okay, right. um, <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> okay. So anyways, let's talk about some of the oh,
2: some good God. things. Oh, surprise! Well,
0: we could do that too. But
2: uh, <laughs> if anybody wants to call up and get a quick little reading here, I'd be more than happy to call for them. Are
0: you serious? You do a read?
2: If they want to call, but I'm not doing it over the live chat. They they have cojones and they want to call up. I'll pull some guys from.
0: You do a reading. Yeah. No, no. What do you normally get paid for doing
2: a reading, by the way? What do I normally get paid?
0: Yeah. I know it's a tough question.
2: It is because if I go to a party, yeah. and do it on site, it's different. It's different prices. But typically, if someone comes to my home, it's a seventy. It's seventy-five bucks an hour.
0: Thirty-five
2: bucks an hour. Yeah, and it's uh, thirty-five dollars for twenty minutes, forty-five dollars for thirty minutes, and seventy-five dollars an hour. Wow. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah. That money, and she's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you get food for that or? Uh, uh, you get
0: no. That? No. I No. get that? don't
2: get with that. Oh, let me pull your cards, Ron.
1: No, uh, we actually have Lee's
0: going to call us. So okay. It's, anyways, you wants know, to calling in a free reading. It's 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. Or outside, it's 903-595-3273. That's 903-595-3273. Huh. No, no, you you really no, Amanda, don't be nervous over the end. It's really simple. It's it's like wicked easy. I mean I do these if I have my cards. It's very simple. Yeah, and and it's it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah,
2: just pulling a couple cards and I wouldn't go and give all private information. No,
0: no, no. Totally no, no. anyway. Yeah, maybe. Not <laughs> yeah, Totally.
2: Uh, all
0: right.
2: You Ron, pull a couple cards, Ron. Ronald.
1: Don't call me Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: not shuffling. I'm shuffling cards and pull them. I even got my skull up here. I got my shaman balls. Excuse me? My shaman balls. I was doing a reading the other night, so I have a lot of my stones sitting here. Still. You were
0: doing a reading? Uh, over the phone,
2: yeah. Okay.
0: okay. So, can you tell me how long I'm going to live? No, and I won't do that. Pull your uh, cards, Oh,
2: Lee's on the phone now. Let's put her on uh, right here. Uh, Lee, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Lee. Hi, Maureen. Hi, Ron. How are you guys?
0: We are really sorry about this show. It, like,
1: stinks. Hey, I'm <laughs> waiting
2: cards for Leah's not thinking. I can't believe
0: all the stuff that's
2: going wrong on it. All right. Oh, uh, I know. you got some major gremlins tonight.
0: You know, no, you know we, okay. we went to this cool place. It's called Turtle Mountain in Andover, and mm-hmm. it's this, I don't know, stone thing.
2: It's like a stone head.
0: It's, it's got a tunnel tunnel. no, it's like a big pile of rock. It's got a tunnel going through it. It's got chambers from two different areas. It's got steps to go up to the top. There's a guy buried there with a sword. It's really weird, but it's like freaky. What is it, Turtle Rock? Turtle Rock. Turtle,
2: turtle Mound. Turtle Mound. Oh, that's sounds turtle. cool. Okay, Lee, I'm going to pull a couple cards for you. Oh, great, thanks. All right.
0: You have a nice voice, you know that? Well, thank you. You're not a movie star or anything, are you?
2: No, no, not in this life. Maybe in a past one. Oh. Wow. Ooh, this
0: popped out. Okay. Oh, you got a good
2: cut. Oh, well uh, when I see one Well Lee <laughs> Here's the deal. This is what it picks up. It looks like you're really working on trying to get your life back in order.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Um, trying to bring harmony back into your life. Um, it seems like, you know, you're really focusing on a lot of spiritual things lately too. Yes. Yeah. Trying to really open yourself up spiritually, um, doing medium work, you're doing balance, trying to balance your life. So it's like being in this world but not totally of it, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and you also are dealing with some emotional sorrow, it looks like. Really. Well, it seems like he oh, so has a not, yeah. Not good. It, mm. No, it's not that it's not good. It looks like Leslie. Not Leslie. Lee. I'm looking at nope, Leslie up there because I'm responding to the chat.
1: Um, okay.
2: But but it looks like you have a habit sometimes when, when you have hurt, you have a way of sticking them down and not dealing with them right away.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. And it, it seems like those are building up or have built up over the years, and part of this balance, I think, is going to allow you to release some of that. So if you've been feeling really moody lately and, yeah. and
0: feeling like... Wait a minute, like, like
2: what woman hasn't? No. Oh, you. Clap know, like, them for me, Maureen. I will. There oh, you go. Thank you.
0: Uh, <laughs> you're
2: welcome. But, no, if you've been feeling kind of out of sorts, you know, I think what's happening, too, is it feels like you're, a lot of this work you're doing is releasing a lot of these things you've held, held on to for a long time, and I almost think that's one of the points. Did you go somewhere and have somebody tell you that you have to do this? Um, nobody's told me that I have to do it, but I've had a number, you know, since I've been exploring, I've gone to a few mediumship nights, things like that, and they're all saying, look, it's time for you to do this. Yeah, okay. It it definitely is. Um, ah, and I just pulled another card for you. It's it's ten of wands, The wands is a spiritual one. Yep. And you're growing, you're reaching for, you're just reaching for it, and you're constantly growing, and you're going to get to that goal that you're looking for. Who's my cards. Excellent. You don't have your cards here. Oh, crap. Ooh. Hmm. Hey, what's the book? Illumination, too. You have the ability to do whatever you want.
1: Oh, Conversely look at that. That's
2: a good card. That's a good card. Um, it's like things take time, though, so have a little patience. Yes. Yeah. Okay? Because you want it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's okay. It's coming. You know? Things are changing. Oh, good. Um, so, Who is yeah, the D family? name? Is there a David that you're close with at all? D? A A David? Yeah. D? No. A D, a D. A it's a D e. name. Um, a good friend of mine has a uh, relationship with a D, a duck. Yeah. There's a... No. It's, it's something that's related to you. It's like somebody... It looks like you're going to be getting... Somebody's going to be working with you. Are you taking any classes soon? Um, actually, Elizabeth Foley's coming up here in a couple weeks and so I'm taking some classes with her. Oh, very good. Yeah. Um, Pay attention, because I think that the person that you're going to work with, because you've been partnering up, um, and I almost think that there's going to be a person that you're going to be working with that's going to help you open up even more.
0: What's the book of numbers?
2: Great. Book, right. of, book of numbers. Would you get out of here with your book of numbers? Where's the book of numbers? All right. All right. Would you leave my, It's all put away. Oh. I taught the class, so everything's downstairs put away. All right. I'm going to pull a rune for you. You know what runes are, right? Yeah. Okay, so for our listeners who don't know what runes are, which I doubt that... Anyway, um, runes Wait, are if you I'm to go make
0: some popcorn,
2: all right? What? I'm going to make some popcorn. leaving me. Yeah. All right, so, Lee, I'm pulling a rune for you because I have a feeling you need one. Okay. Runes are used even in the Viking times. They used use them to find out when they go to war. And let's see if this one, if I'm picking the right one for you, okay? Um. Interesting. Okay, so we have protection. Ooh, something that you need to, to work on a little. Protection? Yeah. Um, okay, so control of your emotions is at work here. Okay, during times of transition, shifts in a life course, and an accelerated self-change, it's important not to collapse yourself into your emotions, the highs as well as the lows. New opportunities and challenges are typical of this rune, and with them come many trespasses and unwanted influences. Algaus serves as a mirror for the spiritual warrior, the one whose battle is always with the self. The warrior's protection is like the curved horns of the elk or the warning rustle of the sage grass, for both serve to keep an open space around you. Remain mindful that timely right action and correct conduct are your only true protection. If you find yourself feeling pain, observe the pain and stay with it. Do not try to pull down the veil and escape from your life by denying what's happening. You will progress, and knowing that, that is your protection. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, that's kind of cool because it actually, you know, works together. and ties in together because, really, it's, it's about you growing spiritually. Change is coming, right? But yeah. yet you have a lot that you're working through because of it. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that's kind of neat. That is neat. Well, that's cool. All right, cool. Any questions that you want to answer? Um, oh, a million, and I can't think of one right now, of course. No, that's always the way. <laughs> um, Here, you do readings for people, don't you? Uh, actually, I'm just starting to. Yeah, you. I can feel that that side of you is growing, and you. Ha- I'm almost being told, too, that um, and just be patient with yourself because, again, I see the chariot. You're getting to where you need to be, and it's not, um, you know, it's not as quickly as you expected it. Yeah. But, you're, but you are, are a trooper because you really work hard at it. Okay, so know? I should just sort of continue along. Yeah. Um. And- just keep going along the lawn and do it because I feel like you're moving in the right path that's for you because it's like uh, when you're doing this, I almost feel like you feel like a light inside, like you're alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm actually I'm going away um, weekend after next. Two. It's a woman's retreat that's out in the woods and everything like that, and that really gets me centered. Right, okay. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's really where I, I first started discovering that I did have the gift. Right, yeah, okay. Now, when you say the gift, what are you picking up and what are you feeling? I'm curious. Um, when I'm out in the woods? Yeah. Um, basically, I'm feeling very, very centered, very in control of myself, um, that I have complete control over my life and everything like that, but yet when I come back to, you know, my day-to-day, I don't feel that as often. right. Whereas when I'm, you know, when I'm out there, I just feel just very much at peace. Very good. You know, I, I think is um, actually you got a recommendation here from Leslie, too, um, that she's afraid that, you know, just be careful, that you may actually interpret um, someone showing up and think they're an angel and present themselves when it's, when it's maybe not an angel. Right. Um, so I, I'll be doing but, uh, some good protection when I'm out there. Yeah, very good. Um, And I think that that's where your balance comes in, you know, because especially when you start getting into working with um, doing meditations and working with readings and so forth, there are times, you know, it's always a challenge to maintain a balance because you really, you know, that feelings of euphoria sometimes that you feel, uh, the energy, right, that you're working with and helping someone sometimes, you know, you tend to, you can lose your balance if you're not careful. Okay. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but I can see that. I could see that happening. Yeah. It's, it's just really looking to keep a balance. Um, and I, you know, you, I see reflections and you're looking back on your life and seeing what's brought you to this path. So it's almost as if you're walking the warrior's path. You know, you're going down, it's like your life's journey and, and it's, it's very good. And another thing is, um, I just quickly pulled a card. It came out the priestess, which is trusting your intuition and trusting yourself. So it tells me that one of your obstacles, as is anybody who's really beginning readings, is to trust what it is you're hearing okay. and what you're feeling. So think of what you're feeling, um, and when you want to know whether something positive something negative, I'm sure Elizabeth Foley has talked about this before, but you want to trust your heart and your intuition. You know, you say, listen to your heart, and everybody's like, well, how do I do that? If you feel warm and in your heart you feel good and positive, then you can, you know, judge what it is you're feeling and where the information is coming from, if it's coming from a higher source or something that's more negative. Okay. Okay? So try to listen and and just close your eyes and say, okay, how am I feeling? I mean, if you start feeling, you know, nauseous or a headache or, you know, you just don't feel good, like you get this angry feeling sometimes with it, you know that it's possibly coming from somewhere that's not, you know, angelic realm. Right, right. Okay, that makes sense. That's sort of the feeling that I've been going with. Uh-huh. Is, um, you know, based on how do the, you know, how does what I hear and feel declares, um, you know, how does it make me feel? You know, am I comfortable with it? I'm not anxious or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And as long as it seems to be a good and pure feeling. Right. Then no, I trust That's that. awesome. That's very good. I mean, definitely go, I mean, go with your feeling, I'm sure. Now, um, how was uh, your class with Elizabeth? Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah, she's amazing. She was on, uh, you know, she does great work and the energy. She gets the energy and the vibrations in the room really moving. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. She so really for does. Any, yeah. I Me, mean, Freddie. Our just want to wear Elizabeth Foley. Um, Ron calls her the Angel Ninja. <laughs> you um, but you know, she's really she works with the angels all the time. She teaches people how to work and do angel readings. Um, and I think she's just great. Now, the the types of readings that you're doing. Are you using any cards? Are you doing angel cards, or what are you, how are you doing it? Um, I've got uh, a set of uh, messages from your angels. Uh, I've got a set. I was just called to get uh, some Ascended Masters cards, and uh-huh. uh, also I have one, um, the uh, Ask Your Guides. Oh, very good. Yeah, Why, so cards, Sorry, ah. Why do you need so many
0: decks of cards, by the way? Sorry, Brian? Why do you need so many decks of cards?
2: Well, first ones I got, it's just, these are the ones I've collected over the, the little bit of time. Like, I'll go into my um, metaphysical shop and a deck will call to me.
0: Oh, so you like, like them? Okay. They're, yeah. You no, know, I was just wondering, you know.
2: Um, I think, too, is when, you know, personally, I have a lot of different decks, but I find that I only use one. I use the Voyager Tarot. Um, and, and I think, you know, I, I started with the Rider Waite many years ago. I think you really have to do, as you said, you know, you, you need to use what calls to you. Um, you may find that after working with them for a while, there's one that you use more often. Right. Um, and that's fine. I mean, it's, it's really nothing more than another tool to get energy from someone to be able to work with them. Yeah, so. I feel most comfortable using the angel cards. So those are mm-hmm. the ones um, that I'm going to start doing the readings with when I'm reading for other people. Um, I'm going to be using the angel cards because they just seem the best out of the three decks I have. Oh, fantastic.
0: Now, are you nervous at all about
2: reading for other people? Um, a little bit, but the people I'm going to be reading with are friends of mine to begin with, so I'll be able to get the good feedback from them. Mm-hmm. And they know that I'm just beginning with this, so you know, they're not going to get missed if, if I'm way out there. And I'm going to tell them, look, if I'm way off or something, tell me and right, I have enough trust in the people that they will tell me, they're not just going to say, oh, no, that's not right, when it really is?
0: You know, the reason I ask that is that Elizabeth Foley was on my uh, show oh, years ago on WCCM with Maureen, and I, and she brought me uh, a fairy deck, right? So yes, was fairy 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 deck. Cards, yeah, yes, fairy cards. Yeah, fairy And I do them on the air, and, you know, I, I feel comfortable with it and everything. But then when I have to do it, like a one-on-one or a live Person, I get like nervous. <laughs> it's like, what if I'm wrong? I'm
2: like, <laughs> yeah, but see, you can't do that. Uh, I know, I, I know, but I
0: know that, but just, I do for some reason.
2: You know, sometimes, you know, more information comes not like, you know. No, it's just because you're not trusting what you're getting. Yeah, you funny. know, and I think that if you don't trust what you get, sometimes, like, if you don't, if you're not picking it up, if you go searching for it, then you're going to start getting. You know, it's your ego that gets into it, and you're going to start trying to make things what they're not.
0: Well, is that's legal.
2: But, um, no, if you get something that is just quick and off the cuff and you get some information, you want to try to go with it. I mean, it may not make any sense at all to you at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It may sound totally off base and totally ridiculous, right. but say it anyway, because it's those little bits of information that's going to actually, when you get verification on them, it's going to make you stronger each time. Right. And that's that's sort of that's the direction I'm heading towards. One of the classes I'm taking when Elizabeth is up here is uh, Angel Readings for Beginners.
0: Oh, oh cool. fantastic. She's trying yeah. to get me into that one. Sorry? Is she? Yeah, she's trying to get me into that
2: class. I'll let you know how it is.
0: Yeah.
2: You should. I mean I I think that'll be fun. I think she's uh I have a friend of mine. I haven't taken that with Elizabeth myself, um, but I have a friend of mine who did take it and she thought it was fantastic. Really? So, yeah. Um, And, you know, I think that it it depends on what you're working with and, you know, what you're comfortable with, again. But, yeah, just just go with, you know, go with your your gut and your feeling. I mean, um, you know, I had someone come in when I was doing a reading for them, and while I was sitting there doing the reading, I started seeing, which didn't make sense to me, but I started seeing all her shades, like she lived on the third floor, and all her shades were being left down. And I almost, all of a sudden, her father came in and started saying, what's wrong with her? You know, why can't she open her windows? Well, she's got to stop. She's got to get over that fear. And he kept. And I'm thinking, this makes no sense at all. And then her radio. I kept seeing her radio beside her bed, and her um, the radio was like going, changing channels on its own. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So I said, all right, this might sound totally crazy, but I'm getting your father. And by the way, is your father passed? Said yes. Said okay. I said now, what's going on? Are you are you not opening your shades and you're leaving them shut? He said, you're on the third floor. What's your problem? And oh. she just looked at me, and she freaked out and said, oh, my God!" She says, yeah, I don't like it. I feel like people are watching me. So I'm on the third floor, and all I see is trees, but I keep my, my shades completely closed, and I will never open them. And then we asked about the, I asked her on the radio, well, what's going on? And she says, oh, I was about to throw that thing out because I thought it was broken. And what he was doing was playing with the stations to was, tell her.
0: Was that a sign he was giving?
2: Yeah. He was trying to show he was there, and he was playing with the radio station. Oh, cool. So, I mean, you don't know what you're going to get. and You think, oh, God, I'm going to sound like a, you know, crazy, but you have to take take the chance.
0: So. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. Right. <laughs> That's right. I do the popcorn. I can tell that. What kind of microwave do you
2: have? A very strong one, evidently. <laughs> you're burning the popcorn. That's not good, Ron. Yeah, you're not sharing. I love popcorn, though, but you think he's sharing with me? It's, these, please? it's right here. Yeah, help yourself. Yeah, but I won't chew on the ear like you will. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you, no, but so have you thought of any questions yet, Lee? Um, yeah, I'm just, um, like with my struggles, um, my internal struggle. Okay. That yeah. I've been having with, uh, with the depression and everything. Is, is there going to be an end to that soon? And when I say soon, like three to six months or something like that? Um, probably eight. Probably about oh, eight months?
0: Yeah. It's... Yeah, um, but this is cool. Change is My coming. husband just came up and brought brand new fresh popcorn that's made much better than mine. Okay. Well, I'm talking to Lee, if you do Oh, mind. I'm sorry. Popcorn's we haven't eaten um, today, you know. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right, um, Lee. Um, change is coming. Okay. Uh Change is definitely coming, but I see it coming and like, it's, you know, I see it's going to take a little while. It's going to take about six to eight months. Okay. Um, and, you know, everything changes, so that's not a specific rule. It just means that it seems like you had a lot that you were dealing with, you know, when you were younger. Yeah. There's a lot of things, and I'm not going to get real specific on stuff because we're on the air, but it seems like there was a lot that you need to work through. And the more you go into the spiritual side, the more it's, it's, it's helping you to evolve and change with that. Yeah. Now,
0: you, you don't hunt fish or fishery like that, do you? Uh, no. You do anything in the woods?
2: Uh, other than live close to them, not really. I'll go hiking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take the boys fishing once in a while, but it's always a catch and release type thing. All
0: right.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I see that you're working through a lot of things. you got your relationship, you're working through, and, and it's like, um, you know, you're with a very strong person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just basically come up that, you know, you work, you're working with a strong man, and it's like, I see an achiever card, like, you guys are always on the go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like always moving, always running, and, and just, you know, you, you kind of need that time to chill a little bit if you can. All right. Yeah. You know, I don't see it happening too easily, though.
1: So that's our story. Uh, of Child through. of
2: Crystal's learner. One of, how many boys do you have? I have two. You have two. One of them is way more sensitive than the other. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a lot like you. Mm Mhm. Yeah. I see him um, actually kind of taking the similar path as you're doing. Okay. Um, Yeah. But it's going to take a while because, you know, even though you can tell he's very sensitive, he doesn't like to show it all the time. Yeah. Excuse me. But yeah, he doesn't like to show it. And you know, let me ask you this: Is your husband um, supportive of this? Is is he what? Are we? Uh, you know, do, the work you're doing, the cards, the mediumship. Support of supportive of it. Supportive. Yeah, he's supportive of it. Okay, he's not so necessarily a believer, but <laughs> as, as he's told me, he has enough respect for me that if I think there's something to it, then he'll believe that for me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I know exactly what you're. <laughs> What you're talking about, and it doesn't make it easy all the time.
0: Right. You no, know, that's just the only woman in town. Cool. Mm-hmm. Please, the only woman in town up there in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> On. Yeah, with the polar bears in the front and the but, moose in the back. But, exactly. But know. You
2: know, but no. So I think that's great. But yeah, you know, your your son who will be coming through and doing that. He's just. It's going to take a while for him to kind of go through it, but he'll need your help when it when it does.
0: Yeah. So is he an indie Gold Child.
2: You know, I don't go for that. You I don't. Like think that we're, term, I, you. Don't, I no. don't like that term. Um, oh, yeah. Because personally, I think that we're all, you know, at some point in our lives, you know, even through the through the ages, it's just another terminology for people who are sensitive. That's yeah. my own perspective. You know, I think if we look back, how many people who are sensitive over thousands of years, you know, they're just different names. Now it's indigo. Yeah, whatever. indigo or crystal or rainbow. I heard the new one, rainbow children. Right, and I have to tell you, that scares me at some level. Um, I remember seeing a documentary on okay. television, and there was a little, little kids, and there's a place where they're getting trained, and the parents are like, oh, my child's you know, Crystal Indigo Child, and my child is this. And, you know, the children are really, it's scary, because I'm thinking, wow, you're bringing them up to think that everything they do and say is right. Um, and immediately I think that they get this big ego, and they're going to lose their perspective or their balance, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with you totally. I mean, I've been told that, you know, my kids are indigo or Chris, you know, pick the term. And, yeah. you know, I've tried going on to, you know, sort of learn a little bit more about it and everything, but it just doesn't ring true to me. Right. You know, they're yeah. special, but, I mean, I think every child is special. I know I am. Oh, you're a special one.
0: <laughs>
2: okay I'll be nice that's so my mom said yeah
0: you're special so anyways anybody else wants to call in I don't, I'm not trying to keep you off the phone but we're running out of time and I
2: want to thank you too so much for calling in Lee it's a pleasure to yeah. finally get to speak with you yeah oh, yes. this is our first time isn't it it's wonderful. I know it is is it really yeah. yeah it's up to you Ron but never Maureen I feel
0: like I know you forever
2: I know because she's very supportive hey, you know what <laughs>
0: We gotta we gotta come up with a name for people who listen to us. You know, patient people. <laughs> you know, like the Ghost Chronicle crew or whatever. The yeah, <laughs> you yeah.
2: Yes, the nice people. All <laughs> <laughs> that. Patient, very patient. Especially yes, like our patient. People. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a lovely evening. I'll let you go. Thanks for everything, right. Maureen. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome and thank you so much, Lee for yeah, We really apologize for
0: this rough show today. Oh no problem. The last half has been fabulous. Oh yeah. thank you. We got some good stuff coming up though. <laughs> <in the future. laughs>
2: well you guys have to just make yourselves come up here, okay? <laughs> we, we will. We will. You should. We're we got lots of there. places to go ghost hunting here. Fantastic. All right, that's you guys great. take care. Bye bye. Eating all the burnt stuff, my favorite. This is mm-hmm. mine, that's yours. I want the burnt oh here. Yeah. Which, I like the burn. Yeah, but going has got all butter on it. Okay, step, we got, we're not we're ignoring our friends. Oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, that was really, that was cool. So if anybody else wants to call for quick, I mean, we we'll only have a few minutes,
0: but... Um, yeah, we have to go on another thing for... Uh, yeah, it. I know. Yeah, it
2: takes
0: anyway, months. we'll have to do
2: this once in a while, I think, is pull some cards for people. We'll and, let uh, people know ahead of
0: time, though.
2: Yeah, we'll let them know ahead of time. We'll uh, do some readings over the year. And it's it's always interesting. It's tough sometimes because you don't want to give too much out, right? Because you're, you're over the air and you don't want to give personal information. But, Come on, Amanda. Call in. Uh, Anyway, Anyway, well, Amanda is scared of me. No, she's not. I know. Is she really? No, I don't think
0: so. No. She just thinks you're not good as, good as Gavin.
2: Oh, sure. Just try to get me pissed off. <laughs> I'm eating my burnt popcorn. Let me alone.
0: Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Anyways. Uh... Go away. Lee, you did great. I like my popcorn better. No. Anyways, um, we have some cool events coming up.
2: And know, Lee, you didn't talk a lot. You did fantastic.
0: Yes, you did. Um, on Halloween, we are doing... On Halloween? Yep. Yeah, we are doing... <laughs> did I do that well enough for you? I love it. Mm. Yeah, we did. We're doing um, Eye of the
2: Hawk, right? We're doing Eye
0: of the Hawk and Rye Beach, which is 1728... Um, what is it?
2: Farmhouse. House. I don't know. But we're doing yeah. a, um, an investigation, seminar. a seminar, and a seat of communication by candlelight at midnight. Which That's right.
0: Which will be very, very cool. Right.
2: Ron
0: Halloween. That'll be know. interesting. And we also have the White House tour coming up. We will be investigating. We will be investigating. Uh, what's the name of that place? I don't know. What? <laughs> say, which, is, which, which Lighthouse Magazine called the most haunted place in America and has never been investigated before. So we will we'll be doing that. Now, when is that, the 25th? I don't know, 25th, 26th. 25th, 26th, right? Yeah. And we have Dining with the Dead with our good friend Gavin on November 3rd. So Gavin is coming back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That'll be
2: fun. We haven't seen him in a couple months.
0: Nope, not at all. That'll be cool. Well, now, if you guys can... Try to listen to uh, if you can't listen live to uh, Ghost Chronicles International. Tune in uh, on the archives because we've got some great shows. We already had uh, Karen O'Keefe from Most Haunted, which was totally awesome. And we have Haunted Manchester coming in this week, and then in two weeks we will have Richard Felix from Most Haunted, which will be really really cool.
2: We're ending. What? It's over. We're done. Oh, no put.
0: well, We should know what that means. We would like to say goodbye to everyone then. Say goodnight and God bless. And we want to thank everyone for tuning in for the show. And next week, join us live for a two hour special from Salem, which will be much better organized. Thanks, God bless. And You know a moment for a talk-talk. So, good night, everyone. And for all you guys up top, up- up- hey, whatever episode- Ghoulies to ghosties, long legged beasties, and things that go
1: bump in the night. Deliver us, good lord. Ever wondered how you can?